0: Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Sunday, June the 6th, the Feast of Corpus Christi, the Body of Christ. This particular feast used to be celebrated on the Thursday after Trinity Sunday. It has since been moved to the Sunday after Trinity Sunday. So today we celebrate the body of Christ. And, you know, we can understand this idea of the body of Christ on a number of, number of levels. But let's talk basic about uh, the idea of uh, nutrition and diet. That's uh, an obsession in our culture today with many, many people. Uh, You walk through the grocery store, and just about every, if not all, packaging has the nutrition information, the calories, the fat content, and all the ingredients, on and on and on with this labeling to make sure that one has healthy food, food that one wants. We even are now into this mania about organic food. Everything has to be organic. Not sure what that means other than they charge you more for it rather than having food that's non-organic. And um, we are obsessed with diets, all kind of diet books, all kind of cookbooks. Uh, food and nutrition has in many ways become a kind of religion for some people. Uh, they, they observe that more than they observe... Uh, their actual faith, uh, because it is, it is a kind of religion. Uh, people would never think of eating certain things, even a dessert, or something that has uh, a little bit of fat on it, and so on and so forth. Uh, and uh, they say, oh, if I eat this, I'll feel guilty. You feel guilty. Sin, what about that? Well, don't worry about that. Uh, it's it's the food, I, after all, once on the lips and forever on the hips, as uh, someone told me. Uh, so it's that kind of uh, obsession, frankly, uh, with food and nutrition. But how often are we really concerned about that which feeds the soul? The body is corruptible, that is, we will all die. That's just a fact of living. Dying is a fact of living. And uh, this body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. This body is important. It is a gift from Almighty God. And we believe, as we say in the creed, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. We believe in a bodily resurrection in which our bodies will be transformed into the likeness of the resurrected body of Christ through the Holy Spirit, the Lord and the giver of life. We ought to care for this temple, this body of ours. We're not to abuse it. We're not to disfigure it and mark it up with all kinds of uh, tattoos and all of that sort of stuff because it is a gift from Almighty God but it is a gift. It's not an obsession. And uh, we are not that concerned, especially uh, today in our secular society, with the food that nourishes to eternal life. And our reading this morning comes from the Gospel of St. John chapter 6, the Bread of Life Discourse verses 51 through 58. John chapter 6, verse 51 through 58. And I'd like to call your attention, if I may, to Jesus' own words. He says, My flesh is real food, and my blood real drink. We believe that in the Eucharist, at the celebration and offering of the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, the bread and the wine, through the coming down of the Holy Spirit, becomes the real body and the real blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it's not just uh, some kind of empty reenactment. It's not just going through something that's kind of uh, just a remembering in which it kind of uh, points to what happened over 2,000 years ago. When we gather to offer the holy sacrifice of the Mass, and it is an offering, it is fundamentally a sacrifice that recalls the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ is fully, completely, and really present in the bread and the wine that had been transformed into the body and blood of Christ. And a person may say, well, you know, if we took the, uh, the bread and we took the wine to a chemist, and the chemist ran it through the various tests that they do, the description we would get is the description for bread and wine. That's true. That's true. But to the eye of faith, the, the words of Jesus, which cannot be run through a chemist procedure, is not subject to worldly analysis as we understand it. Science is not able, not able to reveal the deeper reality of the body and blood of Christ. That's God's eternal gift to us. That is the memorial of the abiding love and presence of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So, Uh, When we take, when we we receive the body and blood of Christ, we are receiving the very person of Christ whole and entire within us to nourish us and strengthen us, not simply for life here on earth, which it does in our everyday life, our everyday struggles with the evil one, but it is to life eternal. Jesus says, he who feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. Notice that present tense. You have it now. Has eternal life. And I will raise him on the last day. It is the food of eternal life. Uh, It extends beyond the temporal bounds that we find ourselves in right now. It's not something that we analyze. It's not a some kind of problem we solve. It is a mystery that invites us to be drawn into it. The unbounded, infinite, total love of Almighty God for you and for me. And every time We receive the Eucharist. We receive the very body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the food of eternal life. And Jesus reminds those who are listening to him at the time, he says, remember, your ancestors ate the the manna in the desert when you were wandering in the desert. The Heavenly Father supplied you with the manna in the desert. You ate it, and you died. They died nonetheless. But the man who feeds on this bread shall live forever. That is, spiritually and eternally, and when the Lord returns, we will be resurrected. We will be lifted up, body and soul, transformed into the likeness of Christ with God for all eternity. That's not on a label. That's not on um, some kind of printout. It's written on our hearts. It's written within us by the very hand of God. Uh, And it is in humble adoration, thanksgiving, Eucharist, from the Greek, Eucharistine. Give thanks, to be thankful. It's an act. It's a verb as much as it is uh, a noun or an adjective. It's a verb. It's active. To live each and every day, thankfully, Eucharistically, for all that Almighty God has given. So to receive the Eucharist is more than being in the pew, standing in the communion line. It's more than that. It's that, essential, important, crucial. But it's then when we take and receive the body and blood of Christ and we go into our everyday lives and we live it, thankfulness to God and sharing the mysteries that we have received when we go to Mass on Sunday or Saturday and we hear the Gospel, we hear Sacred Scripture, when we receive the body and blood of Christ, we are sent forth. Go, the Mass is ended, but it's also begun. Every ending is a commencement, a beginning, where we go and we live what we have heard and what we have received in our everyday lives for that week, and then we return, for those who are not able to go during the week, we return and we are nourished again, filled again by Almighty God. So the body and blood of Christ, Corpus Christi, is what we celebrate and what we offer today And we are members of the body of Christ. Each of us is a part of the body of Christ, God's church on earth. And Christ promised that he would be with his church, with us, until the end of the world, when he returns again, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So each time we receive the Eucharist, it is also ascending forth to build up the body of Christ on earth, his church, to build and support one another in faith, to live what we have heard and what we have received. And the very presence, the very real presence of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthens us and guides us and enables us to live each day, eucharistically, with glory, praise, and thanksgiving to our gracious and loving God and Savior. On this great day, may you be nourished in this life, and most importantly, may you be nourished for life eternal with Almighty God. God bless you.